CIOCS, SOUP5, ITES SW2, to get. These contracts are just a few of the many federal contracts Connection Public Sector Solutions supports. Connection's IT hardware, software, and services for federal agencies are budget-friendly and delivered with exceptional customer service, easing procurement challenges, and day-to-day frustrations. Connection Public Sector Solutions, guiding the connection between people and technology. Learn more at connection.com slash fedcontracts. They're thinking about they're th- and I literally mean thinking. They're thinking about reopening uh, Sandra Bland's case. Okay. I'm glad it's a thought. Um, I don't get excited about anything anymore, honestly. I'm like, is I'm like, someone is someone getting the chair or not? Niggas be thinking I'm deep, intelligent, fooled by my college degree. My IQ is average. There's a young lady out there, she way smarter than me. I scroll through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She Hello everybody, this is Keith Roberson, and you are listening to Um Thank God for the Group Chat. I am your host, apparently. Welcome. <laughs> I am your host. Um yeah, you just heard the uh the voice of Victoria. Wilson, sorry, I'm going to say it, it just don't sound complete. Sorry. You said it before on here. Praise the Lord. I have you said a your name last name. week. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I pre- it's probably like a. There are, hun- there are hundreds of me on Facebook. So it's hundreds fine. of you? Yes. It's a very common name. It's hundreds of me, too. Not hundreds, but it's like it's a few of me. Probably like 50. Um, but. Uh, Hello, guys. We are here. Today is <laughs> what's today? June twenty third, um, twenty twenty, and uh, there's a lot to discuss. Uh, Lon, our fearless. I can't even call him that anymore. <laughs> Lon ain't here. He ain't here, man. Lon, our leader. <laughs> Lon ain't here. That was mad shade. But, you know, we love him. Well documented. Um, our leader isn't here today, so I will be uh, hosting in his steed or stead, however you say that. Uh, and he's left us again, once again, some topics to talk about. Um, Lon has been doing a, an amazing job of editing these podcasts as well. That means like he has to sit there and listen to them and then decide what the titles are going to be and like where, what he's going to put at the beginning of it and all of that type of stuff. So very heavily involved still. Um, I'm about to sneeze. What are the titles? Mm-hmm. What are the topics for today? Um, hmm. Do we have any upon further reviews? Now that I can think of. Per usual, lovingly check us. Yeah. <laughs> we try. Uh, we try. We're not perfect. At all. Uh, if you're listening to this and you want to watch this, that is available. Um, I'm about to sneeze. Uh, Bless you. Thank you. Amen. The devil, man. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you want to watch this, you can find us on... Um, um, the Fresh Air Life page. <sighs> Another big one is coming at some point. I usually like have like a three sneeze Threes. average. Mm-hmm. You're one mm-hmm. of those people. Okay, we'll wait yeah. for it. Yeah, it's coming. I just want to 
let y'all know up front. Um, yeah, we're on face on Instagram and Facebook, YouTube and Facebook, um, and you can find us at uh, Fresh Air Life on YouTube. All you gotta do is just type in "Thank God for the group chat," and then you'll see those episodes, the most recent episodes of us up there. And you can find us on Facebook. Just type in "Thank God for the group chat" once again. You'll find us there. We are getting a um a video intro which I'm excited about. So amazing. Yeah, shout out to uh Terrell Thompson for hooking us up with that. Also prayers up to Terrell Thompson and his family. I can't stand being friends with people that don't want me to tell people what's going on with them. Just pray for people. <laughs> <laughs> You're like just pray. Mm-hmm. Lord bless in surname. Yes. Uh, right, exactly. So, anything you want to say? How you doing? How are I you? am better. Um, yeah, I feel like I mean, stuff is so heavy, but I feel like heavy. I've gotten back in control of just the things that I can control. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of just like sleeping, eating, mm-hmm. working out. Um, and also just staying engaged in ways that are proper for me um, and just better identifying my role in all of this. And I think I'm fine tuning that. So it helps me give, it helps give me a sense of direction on where to like put my energy. That's good. So I'm, My family, we actually talked about that last night over dinner. Like what is our role in this individually? What is our role in this is not for everybody to go out and protest in March. It's not for everyone to be on the mic. It's not for everyone to make posts. It's not for everyone to do everything. Yeah. But it's it's not for anyone to do nothing at all. Exactly. You have a voice. Mm-hmm. Use you it. have experiences. Please use them. <laughs> yes. I don't, yeah. So, uh, so what would you say? I mean... Are you comfortable with sharing right now? What's oh, yeah, I'm fine to share it. Um, so for me, um, well, it's twofold at this point. So one is just event production is still something I very much love. So mm-hmm. I've been working with some grassroots organizations to pull together some women-focused events that are geared around, like, fostering community and also just, like, community healing um, and also rest and education. So when I say education, I mean like political education. So identifying people who can come in and take on those roles to sow into the community. Um, and then the second part is, so y'all may or not know, I went to a very white private school, very white old money, Southern private school, um, Mm -hmm. here in Atlanta growing up. And so I recently joined the alumni board one because ain't nobody black on it and i was just like y'all love pushing diversity but like (laughs) you mess up on representation across the board Mm. um so i'm sitting on that and also working in conjunction with our alumni black alumni association basically to call out and demand the school be accountable for the environment, like the culture that they're creating for black children um, and black students and having like been a black student and understanding that, making sure that they just basically have people in different positions who are advocating for them outside of the school. Mm. Um, 
because we ain't got nothing to lose. And like I understand, it's hard as a student speaking that's up what, for yourself. That's what Donald Trump said. I'm screaming. Um. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, I didn't so, get upset. <laughs> that's what he said. Anyways, he said we no. got nothing to lose. <laughs> nope. But no, basically just like making sure that students feel a connection to black alumni and knowing that there are people who are here to shake the table for them and basically force enforce change. There's like a huge uproar right now amongst the Atlanta private school community. So there's a lot happening. But yeah, so that's where I'm focusing right now. And I think that's enough for me. No, I, I mean, at this point that, in time. that's a lot <laughs> to handle. And I think that's more than enough. I think that's amazing. You know mm-hmm. what? I was watching um, Insecure the other day. Someone gave me their Hulu password, and it was like, I just found out about this show. You're like, have you seen it? I was like, yeah. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. But I don't watch stuff. I don't watch stuff in real time. That's you know? Wrong. And so uh, once the season was over, so, you know, she sent me the, the uh, you know, her password and all that type of stuff. I have Disney Plus, by the way. You just found out that you have Disney. Let's, Who circ- do you have let's, circ- let's circle back around to that. Okay. But, <laughs> but, uh, so, uh, you know, she gave me her Hulu pass where I watched the whole season in one day because I had yeah. already seen one episode and they only 20 something minutes long. They are anyway. so short. Right. Which I can't handle that if I'm watching that in real time. Yeah. Excuse me. I can't handle that if I'm watching that. Like that, you know, like 30 minutes, you, you set, you sequester your whole evening <laughs> to watch 30 minutes or 30 something. Minutes. No, thank you. Right. So, you know, Issa's doing her thing and Issa is at dinner with a few people mm-hmm. and she was trying to describe what she does. And I was like, that's what Victoria does. <laughs> like, why don't you know what you do? And like, because she was saying it like she was making up a title, like she was. A oh, I do remember that. Too. I was like, Issa. Yes, <laughs> ma'am. What did she call herself? A social curator or something? Something. I was like, curator no. was in the phrase, and I was like, this is not an original title. There's mad people that do what you do that know what to call it. <laughs> it's called event production. Mm. <laughs> That's it. That's what she's doing. Yeah, she yeah, she's like, I'm uh, oh, I don't know what it is I'm doing. I guess I'm I'm doing something. She's like, I'm curating right. special right. focused event. I'm like event production. That's what you right. do. Yes. Cool. Mm-hmm. cool. She was trying to complicate it and make it sound like this new thing that she was coming up with. I'm like, people have been doing what you do and right now <laughs> for years. It's very necessary. It's a necessary title, but you are not the first person to. She's like, I'm the purveyor of all things. Mm -hmm. She said it like, if you Google this, you won't find it. And I'm like, (laughs) you probably won't because that's not what it's called. Oh, Issa. (sighs) The, The jury's still out for her for me. As a person or on as a, as a character person. on her show? I've oh. already figured out who she was as a person on the show. I don't like her. I don't watch oh. for her. 
I want her and Lawrence not to get back together, and that's why I watch. I'm done. You're like, you just got to make sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching to make sure that nothing goes right in her life. Well, right now, it does not seem to be the case. I mean, her her career side's popping off. But... She wants back a man that she working. cheated on. Hmm. And now has a baby from mm-hmm. a relationship that he wasn't even with her mm-hmm. in to begin with. So it's not mm-hmm. going right for her, but things are going how they're supposed to go. I'm done. <laughs> you said, but everything's working mm-hmm. as it should. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, last week, let's get into some topics. Last week was, uh, well, this past Friday was Juneteenth. Mm-hmm, uh, Juneteenth mm-hmm. Snapchat. Let's talk about Juneteenth real quick. Let's thoughts, go. Thoughts on Juneteenth and thoughts on thoughts on Juneteenth and thoughts on the knowledge or the uh, I would say the the increase in knowledge in our community about what Juneteenth is and why mm-hmm. it is widely celebrated. Why it was widely celebrated this year as opposed to other years. I mean, I feel like why it was widely celebrated this year is just like perfect storm. Um, to that point, though, I mean, I don't really, I'm not gonna hold anybody for like just getting hip to Juneteenth necessarily, just because it honestly is not something that has been widely taught. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, if you were if you were educated in the American education system, you were failed, yeah. and you don't know a lot. Yeah. So. I think in this moment of just like supreme black pride, which we should always have, honestly. um, Mm. I think it's just certain things are being, you know, championed a lot more than they usually are. Mm. Um, But I even feel like Juneteenth as a whole has really just started recently, like within like the past few years, really like ramping up in terms of this exposure. And I feel like this year was just kind of like the, the, Pinnacle? Pinnacle. Hmm. I like Pinnacle. Okay, we'll go with Pinnacle that. Pinnacle is the highest point. Yeah. Pinnacle of it. Um, and hopefully it'll like continue with the same type of reverence and celebration. Um, what was the other question? I'm sorry. Um, well, I don't know. Let's um, just talk about it. Oh, like, how would you, if, do we just feel about it? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to lie. I did wake up with, like, a song in my heart on Juneteenth. Like, there like, I think also just because, like, I took control of that situation and, like, making sure I had the day off. Um, and then my boss made it, like, a company-wide holiday, which I kind of felt some way about, but whatever. Why did you feel it? Not whatever. Why did you feel it? I feel like white people should not get Juneteenth <laughs> off. Oh, honestly. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... No, like y'all need to work. <laughs> well, that's funny. But, Educate yourselves, but I'm taking the day off. This but is that's my the day. Thing. That's Just the kidding. thing. It's it's you have to continue to remember why you have the day off. Yeah. And I get it. It's kind of it's pretty ironic. But you can't say black people only have the day off. No, I know, but in my heart I was just like Yes, it's ironic. It's super ironic. <laughs> 
it's <laughs> ironic as I don't as all get out, but um, oh, my day. But it's fine. I'm just like, I mean, at least y'all are aware. My thing is just like, okay, if you're gonna have it off, people miss celebrate pretty much every holiday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm good. I just hope it doesn't get colonized. How, how could it be? It already I mean, you look has at Cinco been. de Mayo. That's. I mean, like on Cinco de Mayo levels. Like, please don't start running around. Somebody was just like, if you started seeing white people running around in kente cloth, <laughs> dashikis, on Victoria, June it's going to happen. I know, but I can still express that I don't want it to happen. I just That's want you, I also want you to just prepare yourself. I mean, I'm gonna be happy on <laughs> Juneteenth regardless because I know what it's for. Man. So I've been holding my peace about that whole Juneteenth thing, man. Cause I don't want to burst anybody's bubble. And I want people to be happy. And now is not the time for Keith to just vomit over everything that everybody's celebrating. So I'm like, fine. But I will say this. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even gonna like. I will say this. You gonna say something anyway? <laughs> no, I'll leave it alone. It's fine. Okay, let people be happy. <sighs> it's not about people not being happy. I want people to be happy. What do you want then? People to have happiness um, with truth. That's what I want. What's the truth? Well, it's the thing that we're glossing over. It says that we were emancipated. We weren't emancipated. I don't think that's what it says. No, there's people saying that this is our, we were emancipated. Well, that's being unet like. Well, that's the word. The Emancipation Proclamation was the thing that said, "quote unquote," that set us free. Um, um, so therefore, the whole reason why Juneteenth is a thing is to help, uh, well, not help, is to um, honor our brothers and sisters that were still locked up in Texas or in, you know, in chains in Texas for two more years, you know? So like, yeah, so we're not counting the two years before because no, we were still enslaved. But even then, it's not, it's not like when, when the Europeans came over to America and, you know what I mean? They fought to get out of Europe and they fought to get out of, that spot and to come over here. It's not like when they tried to take over Haiti and Haiti was like, we not having it. You know what I mean? Or we not having it anymore. You know, um, it was, I mean, so it wasn't upon our own volition that this took place. And so for me, it always has like this little, like, like, yeah, but nah, like we not independent of them. Like, so it tries, they, you know, they, well, Juneteenth is my independence day. It's like, even if it is an independence day, somebody gave it to you. You didn't take it. Mm-hmm. And therefore it's not necessarily, I don't look at it as an independence day of any sort. Now you can edit this out. <laughs> no, I mean, I get it. I don't, awesome. view, I don't view Juneteenth as an independence day, though. Like, I view it for what it is. <laughs> like, all right, what is so it? So, I think that's the thing. 
I mean, it's like the final event. Like Texas, they finally got the news two years later, and like they and were. We, and why are we free. happy? I mean, because Keith, like it's something. People, like because people something. were people were supposed to be no longer under the thumb of their slave. Like they weren't forced into slavery any longer. And so I'm not saying like it's our Independence Day, but I mean it's something that should be acknowledged and it's something it that should, should be, be honored. And so I think that for me is what it is. It's an honoring of what um, was. That's I think that's I think that's what we part ways. It should be acknowledged. But to me, I don't think it's something that should be honored. It's like I'm celebrating the fact that y'all kept us two more years than what y'all sh- than what y'all should have. It should be no years, but you you duped people into being enslaved for two more years by just not telling them. You know what I mean? And that's just how I that's just how I see it. I'm not mad at anybody for not seeing it that way, but I'm like, it's hard for me to celebrate that. You know, just from the from my guys, from the way that I'm looking at it, the way that I can't help but look at it. It's like, why are we celebrating this? You know, just for me. But I won't stay on it long because I didn't want to stay on it to begin with. <laughs> you but you know, it. but it's 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 like when everybody says happy Juneteenth. I'm like, what am I happy about? I don't like yes, y'all should y'all should have freed us. You should have we should be liberated. You know what I mean? We should be. This this isn't exceptional. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just how I feel about it. Um, I'm off. I mean, I respect your standpoint, but I don't know. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so Juneteenth, President Trump said that he made it famous. Um, can you speak to that, please? I cannot because it's strong. <laughs> so it's like Nelly. It's like when Nelly said that he made Air Force Ones famous. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. It's exactly that. That's yeah, I feel like that's the beginning and end of that conversation for me. You did Remember, not. <laughs> Nelly said this the other week. He said he made Air Force Ones famous. And nobody was wearing Air Force Ones before Nelly, basically. It's like, well, bro, a whole region was wearing Air Force Ones growing up. And you made a song. Back by There are night. two things. Yeah. People um, like to live in delusion, so. Oh, our president lives there. Better. Yes, so, our president lives sure. there. Yeah. Alternate reality. Has oh, President wrong. Trump done anything for black people? No. No. He claims that he does. I'm sure he claims a lot of things. So <laughs> means nothing. The man could honestly claim that he discovered gravity and he would believe it to be true. <laughs> That's funny. He probably believes that he created the sun and the moon to some extent. Oh, no. So he believes a lot of nonsense. Not. It was his birthday the other day. Hmm. <laughs> I guess I posted on Facebook I said why y'all not wishing him happy birthday 
<laughs> this is your president. Your wish president. Your you wish your president a happy birthday. Why y'all not wish him a happy birthday? Um, y'all wish the president a happy birthday then. So Snapchat had a had a filter up in um, commemoration of Juneteenth, and all you had to do it was a snap. You know how Snapchat's uh, filters are interactive to a degree, mm-hmm. right? And um, they're um, activated by like your facial expressions and movements and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. so for this, um, this particular filter, there were chains in the background and all you had to do was smile and then the chains would be broken. And people were highly offended by this. Did you see this? I don't use Snapchat. So no, I didn't I I use it, it at all. But that sounds idiotic. Yeah, people were in, in uproar about it. You know what that that's almost akin to when Pepsi did that commercial with Kendall Jenner and all she had to do to end police police brutality was give the cops a Pepsi and it resolved everything. Remember I feel that? like this is in that same like, ah, that's all I wanted all this time. Yeah, he was like, My bad, y'all. Sorry. <laughs> if, I, if all I if I knew that all I had to do to end four hundred years of oppression was smile. Yeah, so, done that? yeah, cats was was highly upset, and Snapchat um, immediately apologized, and they were saying we did not green like this. We don't know how this made this to the cutting room floor. I'm like, cut it out, Snapchat. Okay, so that had to go through design. Yes, that had to go through testing. Mm-hmm. That had to go through deployment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. No, we there are multiple know. departments that that had to go through. We don't know how this we don't know. Here. Like y'all don't track <laughs> progress. Okay, that's weird. I don't know how this man. We I never said yes to. They probably bl- blamed it on K-pop stands. I don't know what could they have done. Like just don't make Hack it. Don't, don't make an interactive June. Team. Don't make it interactive. Don't make like it put it. your little banner on the bottom. Yes, you know what? And, just leave it and call it a day. Why that's am I smiling? And nobody asked for y'all to smile to break no chains. Because <laughs> any 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 movement would be egregious. Right. Like, because <laughs> like, I was thinking all they got to do is this, like, do this or something. Like, put their hands together. It's your Wakanda X yeah. to break the chains. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. That's not how this works, but all right. Yeah. So, Snapchat was under fire. That's um, why y'all feeling. Are they feeling? I don't know. I feel like no one really, I don't know many people who use Snapchat anymore, honestly. I, ne- I never really understood it. I was on it for a little while, and then I was like, I don't really like this, because Snapchat was for, like, nudes and stuff. Initially, yes. At first. And so, but like, businesses that, were like, money. Yeah. I, <laughs> look at Victoria. Look what she's mad at. <laughs> look at <and> that, <laughs> yeah, originally. <laughs> <laughs> money. Now everybody's on Snapchat. <laughs> Not right. mad about <laughs> I'm not mad about that. <laughs> yeah, it was originally for that. <laughs> and then here come the businesses trying to change up money. status quo for their money. <laughs> trying to clean it up. Can't even post my stuff in peace. I'm screaming. Now everybody on here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um. Hmm. <laughs> 
Snapchat FOMO with their break the chain, the chain, <laughs> break the chain. <laughs> they said, smile. Yo, now I low-key wish I could go find this. <laughs> they took it down. I need, like, somebody got a video. It's on TikTok somewhere. And you know they teach you how to use it. So you Right, they were like, it. here's a step-by-step. <laughs> they probably did a special Juneteenth highlight. They were like, so that's another department that I had to go through. Y'all created a special highlight, mm. I'm sure. Mm. I'm sure. Mm. Showing you how to use the Juneteenth yep, yep. filter. A whole, a whole tutorial. Had, like, a whole look- tutorial. Got a little Snapchat ghost floating around and smiling big and breaking. Like we got something new. We got something new. I hate it. We don't know how this (laughs) made it out. Stop it, man. Um oh Trump's rally wasn't wasn't successful. Great. I'm so happy. But this is what I talked about last week when I said all you that you had to buy and they're crediting crediting it to the Zoomers. I didn't know. So I guess that's Generation Z. Yeah. And it's a play on Boomer. So yeah. um, the uh, Generation Z, Kaz, and I, you know, I partnered with them on this one. Um, I In said collaboration? That's, yes. Featuring. Trump rally brought to you by Gen Z in collaboration with Millennials. Absolutely. There we go. Absolutely. Um, so the thing was that if you bought two, well, you know, like any rally, I suppose, or free event or whatever, sometimes they'll, you know, they'll give tickets away for free or what have you will give tickets away. And um, you all you have to do is sign up for this or whatever. And then you get your free tickets They're Like we said last week, if you know how tickets work, they are taking they are taking a head count, basically, especially with the coronavirus going on, they couldn't already service. So they couldn't already service so many people. And so that number was already diminished. And then add that to the number of people that um, had said that they were going to go, but aren't going to show up. You only have so many, many tickets that you can um, give away because of the virus and the seating that the venue holds anyway. So, um, I'll say, um, the Zoomers that cause that's who they're crediting, um, said that, uh, look, what if we bought, what if, well, not bought, what if we, um, cause if, if it was, if it was buy, I wasn't buying nothing. I ain't give Trump got enough money. I ain't giving him anything. Sure. Um, they said it, look, if we, if we, if we get these two tickets, cause you can only get two hicket tickets, uh, uh, an email, if we get these two tickets, everybody buys two tickets, we can stop this rally. What a right. peaceful protest. And this is the first time I'm looking at it like that. This is my second, I would call this my, well, I've protested in many ways, but in regards to this, this would be like my second one. Um, mm-hmm. So what a peaceful way to protest is to buy these tickets. Uh, um, keep saying buy. Get these tickets and so that no one that was like actually a Trump supporter would be able to go and they wouldn't be able to galvanize and rally and stir up a uh, riffraff. You know what I mean? Um, and so uh, that's what took place and it got canceled because not enough people were going to show up. Well, did he cancel it for, wait, I know the outdoor portion got canceled. He didn't speak inside. I don't know. I thought he did at least speak inside. Did he? I know that he spoke inside to say it's canceled. 
I just know that they had an outdoor overflow stage that Trump was supposed <laughs> to also go speak on, and there was it was desolate. So they started breaking it down shortly after it and was supposed to start. No one's saying this, but that says a lot. I mean, there's a lot that says a lot about his character. <laughs> I was gonna say this is the one point about his character that we can deduce from this isolated event. Nothing else. Only this. That says a lot about his character. <laughs> that you still not willing to go on stage to the few people that showed up to see you. Not all five of them. <laughs> I ain't working shake hands with them. <laughs> Uh-uh, not after six of his um staffers contracted COVID. Didn't they don't... all tested positive. Man, well, they, he's uh... still... I haven't seen him with a mask on yet. Apparently, it was so that... So, apparently, he would... Like, at the press conferences that he was doing regularly at the height of COVID... Well, we're still at the height of COVID. At... Yeah, we'll get to that. The non-high, I don't know, whatever. When he was still doing press conferences, he would apparently wear his mask right up until he, like, came out in front of the news reporters. And then as soon as he left, he would put it back on. That's why he was telling people. That's what was reported from the inside. Girl, please. I feel like I have I have a I have a very presidential mask that I wear wear it all the time. Ask Melania, I wear it all the time. I never take it off I except for when I get up here because I, I you know I want I want everybody to see my face, see how serious I am. I hate you. <clears throat> Over. Never take it off. I have the greatest mask in America. <laughs> I have the greatest mask of all time. I'm really annoyed by how accurate this um, impersonation is. <laughs> Not enjoying this. No, I'm sorry. Okay. It was rather you to roll it. You said no. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to stop? I'm okay. Roger, <laughs> Roger Goodell says Colin Kaepernick deserves a job now. Is it too late? Y'all shut up. Y'all. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so tired. <laughs> It's almost like people just want to look stupid and like prove that they're trash. It's like what? What? I can't honestly only laugh at this point because it's just like it's wild seeing black people and our struggles become trendy. And now y'all are like, oh, this is what y'all were talking about. Like, like. I literally, I, I literally I said off. exactly what right. you're saying. The message has Three not changed yeah. at all. But it's just crazy. All these people are now stepping forward and like having a voice and taking a stand. And I'm like, where? <laughs> so yeah, I li- uh, okay. Yes, it's too late. I mean, it's not. It's honestly up to cap. But if it's, but I'm just like, I'm. It's just not believable for me at this point. We forget. They gave him a tryout, and he acted. They gave the him one a, in Atlanta. Yes. Okay. And he acted a plum fool. I don't. Even, I vaguely remember. Like I remember this happening, but like I didn't like stay. I'm breaking down. This is what happened. Who's calling me? I don't know this number. They'll have to call back. Get off his line. Get off his line. I don't know who it is. It's probably a job. I got two new jobs. <laughs> with five jobs 
Uh, I'll call them back. Um, here's here's what happened. They said, "Okay, man, we'll give you a tryout." He was like, "All right, cool, bet a tryout." Mad at the team, like twenty seven out of the thirty one NFL. I don't know how many NFL teams there are. I think there's thirty two, but like the majority of the teams were coming out to watch him perform, or watch him play, or throw the football. Um. The day was coming up. They got there, I think, like, the day before, like, or, like, it was very, very short notice. He switches the venue. And now that number diminishes to, like, I would say, like, a third of the cats that were going to be there because he was already saying, I don't want this. I don't want that. This person can't come. I want this and that going on. I want my own camera crew. Da 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 da. This that and the third is like you want your own camera crew. We filming this stuff so that we could watch it. What are you talking about? You want to make sure they got the right angles. I guess I mean, and I get you don't want it to be manipulated and like look, see, yeah, he was throwing in complete passes the whole game, the whole time. I get that, but if you. If you trust, if you don't trust them with the cameras, how can you trust them with the rest of your career? Why are you trying to play? And so I can see that. But and then so, so that went to kaput. The two wide receivers that were out there, they got jobs. At least one of them got a job. Mm-hmm. Um, when I say job, I hate saying job for a game um, that pays millions of dollars. Um, one of them got on a team, and uh, <laughs> what? You said that's not a job. It's not. That's hilarious. You get to play a kids game for for your life. I'm screaming. It's not a job like how we it's calling high it risk. a job. I would never let my kids play football. It's not high risk anymore. Okay. No. Okay. It's not. You can barely touch anybody now in football. Okay. I'm trying to tell you. I mean... Your kid's going to sneak out and play football anyway. I hope the Lord keeps them. He will. (laughs) So anyway, um, the XFL hit him up to play. The XFL hit him up to play football. And he was like, I'm only going to play for a certain amount of money. And it was like this, it was this, um, I don't want to say insurmountable, Cause, well, yeah, for them it was insurmountable. Mm-hmm. It was like we don't have that much money for the whole league. You just said all you wanted to do was play football. <laughs> we don't have that much money. He wanted like yeah. he wanted a hundred mil to play or something like that. Oh my it was like God. we don't have a hundred million dollars to for you to play, Colin. We don't have a hundred million dollars. Like, forget for you to play. Cause I be saying that I be guys be like, can I get a dollar? I be like, I don't have a dollar for you. And I'm like, I got a dollar. I just ain't got it for you. So, but anyway, so it's like it became very apparent to me that Colin Kaepernick wanted to be known as a martyr for Black Lives Matter, and mm. and I was okay with that as long as he was honest about that. He had already made millions of dollars in the settlement. Yeah. And then, and like, so, but that's a whole other thing. I'm not, I'm, am I mad at Roger Goodell? No. I think more than Roger Goodell, because he, he was apologizing. They were saying Roger Goodell needs to apologize. 
I was telling my family last night, it's not just Roger Goodell that needs to apologize to Colin yeah. Kaepernick. It is the NFL as a whole, the M- NFL players that weren't kneeling, the ones that were saying that he yep. was doing too much, the ones that were saying that they need to feed their families, the one that the ones that were saying that um, he's distracting them from the game and distracting others from the game and from the beauty of the game. They all need to apologize. Yeah, you know, I know. I know Odell and all the um, highfalutin uh, NFL players got on a Zoom call and spoke to whomever, or I think of uh, Drew Brees or something or somebody about it. And you know, they was like, "Yo, this is crazy. It's an outrage." This man gave his career up for this, and it was the same cats that was on that Zoom call was still in the NFL three years ago when that man was kneeling. And ain't bow no need to bail. Yep. Huh? She goes the whole thing. I don't want to say bail because bail is bad, but it's you know I mean it's you know like you didn't bow your knee for a good cause, right? Because you were scared. Um, Is it too late? I'm not. I mean, in my opinion, apologies aren't too late. You can apologize, but I, I think he needs to. I think everybody needs to apologize. Do I think it's too late for Colin Kaepernick's career? Yes. Like, let it go. He's already let y'all know he don't really want to play football. He just hasn't said it. And I keep saying, I'm like, this man don't want to play football. Yeah. Because if it was about playing football, he would have played in the XFL. If it was about playing football, he would have just complied with, and I don't even want to say that right now because, you know, it sounds soft shoey right now, mm-hmm. but he would have just he would have went to the tryouts and went and had done all of that crazy stuff, and he just would have thrown the football. You know what I mean? He just would have politicked if it was just mm-hmm. now about playing football because he had already said that I just want to play football. I won't even kneel anymore. I just want to play football. I, as soon as he said that, I said, "Oh, I'm done with it." That mm-hmm. man said he didn't. He wouldn't even do what he was doing anymore. I said, okay, all right, you got spanked. And now I was like, all right, well, cool. I learned my lesson. I'll put my And now it's popular that. now for you not to be, for you to be militant again. And mm-hmm. now you just up in arms about everything again. I remember all of those turns and twists and turns in your story, Colin. Not me. I remember. Yeah. That's real. Well, I'll be figuring it out. I hope they figure it out. I don't know. Just like, and Dr. but I like your point about like they need to all apologize. Like, I don't like this whole thing of like sending a spokesperson. It's just like, no, you were all individuals and you all behaved individually. Yes, because <laughs> apologize as such. Exactly, because if it was multiple individuals that were saying that they weren't going to play, if it were the same upper echelon athletes that were on that particular Zoom call that were kneeling, mm-hmm. this would be a different conversation. We'd be having a completely different conversation right now. We might not even be talking about this right now. Yeah. Facts. <clears throat> um. Dr. Fauci um, says football may not happen this year. You don't know about that. Neither do I. Um, I would say baseball and I would say football is the sport that can happen. They wear gloves. They wear masks. Why not? That's fair. (laughs) 
That's the one sport that you can play. Right. I'm like, that's right. Wait, yes. Football and hockey. Y'all can have them. Y'all fully clothed. That's you it. Know what I mean, just, you know. Meanwhile, basketball. Football and hockey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Um, Kyrie Irving said that, uh, that, yeah, they shouldn't play basketball. Okay. And Stephen A. Smith said, you have a job to do. And I said, Stephen A., you, every time I try to shoot. Did we talk about this last week? We did. Because right. is he the one who got the $10 million yeah. dollar contract, but it's over 10 years, so it's really not that much money. But it's over some, it's something crazy. It's like, man, you got hosed. He's a mess. <laughs> He's a mess. Yeah, you you have a I, job to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. we already talked about that. But I would um, like to stay alive. So there are other people saying that he they should play, and I'm like, they should for play who? exactly. <laughs> I'm paying for these white people to make their white dollars, and right. for y'all selves to make y'all y'all money. But like, that's my thing. I'm like, if you think about the greater good, that's that's what makes a protest a protest. That's what makes um, protests successful when people are willing to not just do something, but sacrifice. Your yep. protest involves sacrifice. Exactly. And I'm waiting for like, the one that I could feel. I was waiting. I'm just like, I just feel like the sooner that we all acknowledge that capitalism is inherently racist and yeah. all decisions mm-hmm. are made per capitalism. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all will get a lot of things, yeah. honestly. It's about But it's just money. like, y'all refute, like, it's just almost like you don't, mm-hmm. like, that point just misses so many people when they're talking and saying stuff like this. I'm just like, this all goes back to money. Yeah, it all comes back to money. <laughs> they don't care about y'all. <laughs> we were talking about white flight and gentrification um, last night, and I was telling, you know, apparently I was surprised. My dad is super knowledgeable but he he had never heard of white flight and um you know so I was explaining that and uh and my sister was like oh they're they're cousins white flight and gentrification are cousins I'm like yeah yeah it's kind yeah. of it's like yeah. <laughs> they have similarities yeah like it's rooted in the same it's yeah it's rooted in the same therefore I get why you're saying that they're cousins yeah I told her I said one is passive and the other is very aggressive one is saying i'm leaving which is the passive one and one is saying we're coming and you're going exactly Uh, one has more money than the other too it's almost like they're yin and yang Mm. like it's like two no i feel like that's the incorrect phrasing i was about to say two sides of the same coin but I don't know. They're rooted in very. They're rooted in kind of some. I get. I get where she was trying to go. But to your point, yeah, I'm like, mm, not really. <laughs> yeah. Um. But oh yeah. So in talking about that, I was trying to get to the point of, um, when black people come to white neighborhoods and affluent a- neighborhoods, the value mm-hmm. of the neighborhood depreciates. Mm-hmm. It is about money. It is about capitalism. Like always. When there's no what when there's no black people there, the value of, of a neighborhood goes up. Absolutely. The more black people that move to a place, the less valued it is. I guess mm-hmm. you gotta be someone like Kanye West or somebody to 
for it to stay where it is. Facts. And acceptable. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, and acceptable. Oh, yeah. Kanye black. lives down the street. Right. Yeah, like, y'all love that. Millette, like, a regular... I say this lightly because I don't, I feel like everyone has significance, um, not just in fame, but like just like a normal, just well off person moving. It's like, we don't know you. Mm. You have not been approved by <laughs> white America. <laughs> They'll try to run you out, they'll question you every chance they get. Probably call the cops on you a few good times because they think that you're breaking into your own home. Yeah. So sad, man. It really is. Ridiculous. Like... Forget sad. Ridiculous. Um, they're thinking about they're th- and I literally mean thinking they're thinking about reopening uh, Sandra Bland's case. Okay, I'm glad it's a thought. Um, I don't get excited about anything anymore, honestly. I'm like, is I'm like, someone is thought. someone getting the chair or not? Right. That's really what it is. I'm like, <laughs> we hanging them out to drop like <laughs> that literally is just the same as like thoughts and prayers. Like it does mm-hmm. not nada nothing. I know who we put mean. like who we <laughs> What? Who, who yeah, oh who, yeah, no Victoria. <laughs> I couldn't think of the other phrase. That's why I stopped. And then you said, what? <laughs> Just let it go. <laughs> so here we are. I tried to hold it off. <laughs> I was like, I'll don't say that. Next time. And then you said, what? And so you're like, let me just it say just the first lit- thing. Like, I was just like, let's say it. No. I was trying to think of a different phrase because that was my initial thought. And I was like, no, you shouldn't say that, Victoria. Yeah, well, here we are. Right. <laughs> I don't really mean that, y'all. Like, no, but like, who are we... Yes, who is going to, uh, yeah, who's going to, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's hard to find an appropriate. But that's the thing, right? Ain't that, the, ain't that crazy? Ain't that crazy? Like, right, right. It's crazy because we don't want people to die. We don't want people to be in jail forever. Like mm-hmm. I was even watching. I was watching um, a a small clip of one of George Floyd's uh, murderers. He was one of the accomplices who aided and abetted George Chauvin. Mm -hmm. And I won't even say allegedly because we've seen this stuff. Right. The jury is in for me. So usually y'all hear me say all the time, I'll always be like allegedly, allegedly, Mm -hmm. allegedly. No, this is cut dry, right? Open shut case, right? So he bailed out. Mm-hmm. He bailed out. Their bail was set at seven fifty um thousand. Um mm-hmm. he bailed out and he was at the Walmart in, in Minnesota. Oh, yeah, I did see that. You saw that and the lady she was just like going in on him. She was like, You are going to jail, you're going back to jail. And at first I was like, Oh, that's sad, he's going back to jail. And I'm like, No, he did this. Right. I was like, it literally is the <laughs> least. And I felt bad for him. And I'm like, no. No. Like, <laughs> but yes, but no, right? And that's the thing. That's the thing. You, 
empathize with people, right? Mm -hmm. And so you don't want them to be punished to the full to the full extent of the law because you've been given grace and you've been. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, and I won't say you haven't done anything as egregious as that. Like it's different punishments for different crimes. You know what I mean, all sin is sin to God, but even with the Lord, there are different punishments for yeah. for sin. You won't pay that ultimate price of sin, but God is a good father. So he does spank us a little bit. Yeah. You know? um, and so, um, you know, so like when you see that and you, but you continue to see people as humans, it is kind of hard to just say, hang, hang this man. Yeah. You know, like get the hangman. Like just, it, it is hard to say, Execute this man, but like lethal injection. You know what I mean? Because it is sad. It is sad, and you wish that they hadn't done it. But yeah. a part of that is like, yo, we have to make sure that this does not happen. Exactly. And so you have to be punished for this. And so, uh, it's honestly I, I, a lose lose situation. It is lose lose. So, and I think that's why I think I said this a few episodes ago. I was like, for me personally, like when someone's life is taken in the way that so many um, lives have been taken that were that are being highlighted in this movement, like for me, like there is really no justice that man can give. Mm -hmm. Like that is a life unnecessarily gone. That is a yeah. member of a community stripped away. That is like. I don't know, like for me, I don't know, I, I guess I just have like a different view on i don't know what justice is yeah. in this world because i'm just like that yeah. killing this person because in response to them killing someone else i'm just like it doesn't bring anyone back it doesn't erase the pain and i think it's also because when i was um this is a tangent oh i love it i love it do it i remember when i was in boston when osama bin laden was killed um, I just remember there were families calling in to like CNN and they were just like, everyone else is celebrating this, but this man dying, like this does not bring back my son, my father, my husband. Like it doesn't bring that person back. It doesn't erase the pain. Like the pain is still something that they are left to live with every single day. Mm. And so I think that's why it's so hard for me when people are just, I mean, like I get, I get the desire to see an eye for an eye. Like you killed this person, we're going to kill you. Like I get it, but I'm just like, that doesn't, doesn't undo any of the pain that has been endured or suffered through and mm -hmm. will continue to be endured and suffered through at the loss of, at the unnecessary loss of like a loved one. So I don't know. I, I get it, but I just don't, I'm like, I don't know. To your yeah. point, it is hard. Like it's a again, it's a lose lose situation. Like, yes. No one really wins, and exactly because like how happy should I really be? Right. You know what I mean, because someone is dying, and I think that's how I know that's how God feels. Yeah. So like, I take no joy in any of this. E yeah. Even in even in justice being served to a degree, it's like man, I like justice has to be served because He's a just and righteous God, but. It's not like he takes joy in it and he's happy about it when judgment has to be passed, mm -hmm. not in your favor. Yeah. You know, um, but because he's just and because he hates 
when stuff like this happens, when he hates sin. Like, that's how we should feel. Like, we should feel how God feels about a thing. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. But you do want to see justice served because the Bible says, my people love justice. My people mm-hmm. love truth. My people love to see um, vindicate. You know, like, but God is the vindicator, you know what I mean? Um, but um, also, God makes... Um, God sets governments and 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 laws and stuff in place, yeah. Not to act as him, but to, in a way to be a representation of him. Um, you know, big facts. People wonder, well, like, why are there such things as laws? It's like, well, the the idea of laws is written in our hearts from the beginning of time. So, the the Christian Amen. the Christian worldview that you claim to deny you. You have no choice but to operate in and still um, coexist in and agree with. <laughs> I don't believe in rules and morals. Okay, well, right. I'm going to kill you. Why? Because I just feel <laughs> like doing it. Right. So that's wrong. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Why so how you wrong? know? <laughs> that's relative. <clears throat> People funny, but they not. People <sighs> they are, are so dumb. I'm learning this. Yes. People are dumb, like are. really dumb, mm-hmm. dumb, very um, like incredibly stupid, idiotic, and they and they have and they have a keyboard in front of them to showcase to the world how stupid they are, and they you know and they got another keyboard at their fingertips to show at any point in given time just how dumb they are. <clears throat> Correct. Um, I was talking, I saw a video of this um, black dude and it really pains me to hear black people talk about our plight as if it's not our plight. It's Mm -hmm. like when they're gaslight, that's literally what they're doing. They're gaslighting Mm -hmm. um, literally what's going on in America. It's like, well, it's not this and it's not that. I'm like, and this is emotional manipulation and things like that. I'm like, fam, this is happening. What are you talking about? Um, so I commented under one guy's page and I said, wow, this is amazing. You made a whole video about something you don't know nothing about. That's crazy. <laughs> People like that. I'm like, that's just how I felt. I'm like, wow, he really don't know what you talk about. And he decided to make a whole video. Well, we do that every week. But <laughs> I'm done. We attempt to be informed. <laughs> Dang! Just <laughs> up here saying nonsense. No. We don't know what's going on. Nah, you and you and Lam, you know exactly what y'all talking about. I love it. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> right, hey. I'm sure I've said some things that somebody's gonna bring up in the future. And I'm I can't like, remember you. I can't relax. remember UFR, Victoria. Uh, huh? I can't remember a UFR based off something you said. Um, I think I'll UFR myself. <laughs> okay. So that people don't. Mm, you like, get in front of it. You get in front of it. Let me get ahead of this. Yeah. You Kevin Spacey it. <laughs> like, let me help y'all. Let me help myself. Speaking of someone, uh, we might as well go here. Speaking of someone not, um, uh, or not getting in front of it. Um, <laughs> Louis Giglio. Lecre- <laughs> Sorry, if you're not watching on YouTube, so yes, hard. her face just she stopped laughing so fast. So fast. Um, All right. 
because he made a series of apology videos or one and you know they they made a couple apologies on social media um louis giglio lecrae moore and uh bob kathy of ceo of chick-fil-a incorporated or corporation i think it is um they decided to sit down and and uh decided that they were going to be the voice of all Christian people in the world and talk about racism in America. Things were said. So many things were said. God was not glorified. Uh-uh. In my not opinion. One bit. Not, not in my opinion. one bit. If I'm not God opinion. was like... <laughs> he had to be flabbergasted. <laughs> he had to be in heaven, just like why? Yes. Shut up. Thank God. Well, I know I won't speak for for the Lord um, um, in this instance, but well, I will because I am. Um, I like to imagine that he was up there. Just well, I feel like he knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew that they was gonna get up there. They was gonna get up there. Just start foolish, acting foolish. Um, so what happened was Louis Giglio held um, sort of a forum, um, but just it was irre- very irresponsible. This was a very irresponsible panel of guests. <laughs> it didn't like, make sense. I saw the lineup and I was like, yeah. how did you go about picking? Yes. Like, what qualified yeah. y'all is, three? <laughs> why is Bob Kathy up there talking about race? Stop it. <laughs> he went through his Rolodex and he was like, Fam, ah, yes. Fam, Bob. That makes sense. Call Fam. him up. See if he's available on Saturday. Fam, if, I, if I'm thinking of a group of people to talk about <laughs> race with. This is the most <laughs> unusual of suspects. No one's talked about that. Like the three of them did not deserve this platform. <laughs> it was so I don't bizarre. care how mega of a church you have. That's the thing, right? Sometimes people that are in high positions and, and like they are um very visible, they mm-hmm. think that they just deserve to be everywhere. No, mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to set the stage and get out the way. If you have a mega church, get out the way. White people, I love you. Ally white people, I love you. I love you. I love you. If you are an ally, now is not the time to speak for us. Now is the time to help set the stage for us so that we can speak. Why is Louis Giglio mediating a conversation on being black in America? I don't know what it was called, but it was this conversation of race. And I'm like, y'all try to involve yourselves in everything. And I get it because you're the majority. So you have to have a, a say. But some, in order to have a say of substance, you had to have had once listened to something and understood. Right. And so, so Louis Giglio gets up there, mega church pastor of Passion, Passion City Church in um, Greater Atlanta, 
I believe it is. Yeah, they have multiple two camp, two or three campuses. I don't know. Anyway, mega church. Yeah. Um, and so, so he begins to speak. A great, a great thing to note was Bernie's King was supposed to be there. Another thing that no one's mentioning. Interesting. These things would not have been said. For sure. Uh, th- these things would have not flown if they were said if Bernice King was there. So like, what did he say, Keith? All right, um, my bad. I found a quote from him. Okay, um, yeah. Is it the quote Oh, about is that what, what you're about? To- yeah, about the okay, blessing. Okay, yeah. what did he say about the blessing? Okay. <laughs> he said, we understand the curse that was slavery. White people do. And we say that was bad, but we, uh, but we missed the blessing of slavery that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in and lived in. A lot of people call this white privilege. And when you say those two words, it's just like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people. What, white privilege? Because they don't want, yeah, white privilege. When you say white privilege, it's just like a fuse that goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege. This is even more egregious than I thought. I mean, oh, wow. Let's break it down. First sentence was what? First sentence was... (laughs) When I hear, no, sorry, that's somebody else's quote. Okay. We understand the curse that was slavery. White people do. No, you do not. No, thank, okay. Talk about it. <laughs> no, you do not. Talk about it. White people love to pretend. Go into any history class. You will hear teachers educating students that white people saved, I say that in the biggest air quotes, saved black people they were bringing them to america for a better life it was only for economic reasons we weren't trying to hurt anyone mm. we just needed people to work the fields that's all it was it was just for money purposes we were giving them more opportunity we were giving them homes and clothes and food they were treated wonderfully so no when you have students wow. being taught stuff like this you know white people do wow. not understand slavery i've never heard that I kid you not, grown, when I was growing wow. up, there was a girl who lived across the street from me and her mom had to pull her out of her school because she went to what many would call a quote-unquote diverse school. And that's how they were taught about slavery. They were taught that slaves, enslaved people, were merely workers. That they were just, like, they were just over here with jobs just like any other person that you would see nowadays. So, like I said earlier in this podcast, if you were taught in the American education and that can, system, and, that, and that's understandable. Well, what I mean, that's well, what is understandable with that information is that why people can see that or feel like it's not that bad and feel like they gave us opportunity. Yeah, I didn't know that, that they were being taught that. And I just thank God for where I grew up, man. I really do. Because not only did my school teach us, like, or my school district teach us um, about slavery, we had a Black History Month, which I heard, like, most schools 
did not we Maybe like all month program. all month you know what i mean and all month we learn about black history all month you seeing great black faces on billboards you know what I mean? mm-hmm. on the boards at school and stuff like that all month you're hearing about and I, I mean of course it should be more but all month i mean they had curriculum and it still is new jersey but um I had to do reports on on this person and on that person you know what i mean um I had my and I, I was I posted this on Facebook the other day. I said, "Is our fourth grade teacher still alive?" And I tagged a few people. I said, "Is our fourth grade teacher still alive?" Because she was a white woman that taught us the real mm-hmm. about what was going on with Christopher Columbus. Mm. You know what I mean, she was like, she said, "I have to teach you this." She said, "I have to teach you this, but know this, mm-hmm. right?" And she was like. She said he was, he was, you know, people died because of him. And, you know what I mean? They, they were taking advantage and, you know, we're in fourth grade. So she was saying he was taking advantage of women and things like that. And, you know, they were chopping off people's arms and stuff like that. And, you know what I mean? So they, they duped them into thinking that they were being helped, that they were being helpful. They were just learning their ways and learning from them. So then that they could kill them off and steal mm-hmm. their land. Yeah. And she's like, okay, I, you know, I had to teach all this. She was like, so we clear out. Older, older white woman. She had orthopedic shoes and everything. I, I couldn't <laughs> stand Miss Toth back in the day. She also talked. To, she also told us about, um, um, you know, the thing that everybody was going crazy about this week was uh, Beethoven was black. I'm like, oh wow, this this is new to y'all. I learned that. Oh wow, again in fourth grade. Mm-hmm. She taught us that. She said, and it's it's widely assumed that he might might have been black. Yeah. And, you know, she gave instances and clues as to him being of Moorish descent. And mm. and I'm like, oh, wow. So I walked around the rest of my life just thinking, I couldn't, I didn't always know the, uh, I was like, either Mozart or Beethoven is 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 black. I don't know which one. But then everybody brought it up like oh, Beethoven was black. I'm like, yeah, duh. <laughs> You're like, welcome. Yeah, it's man. So um, shout out to her, man. But like, but stuff hearing hearing stuff like that, it is the complete opposite, and it is very whitewashy. Super whitewashed. I mean, yeah, it don't get more whitewashed than that. <clears throat> and it's like, even if you are taught in a way that slavery is bad, it's very it's. I feel like it's extremely downplayed and watered down. Mm-hmm. So no one really ever broaches like the severity of it. Look at this man. And no. Hey man, uh, he got to go. Ain't, ain't gonna be none of this in and out. Mm-mm. Ain't Mm-mm. no in and out. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Close my He's screen been here door. For an hour and twenty minutes. In and out. You said what? You heard me. We either in and out. Ain't none of this. Ain't none of this in and out the house stuff. <laughs> All right, I'm in here. I'm in here. Ladies and gentlemen, Jared Foster, aka J. Paul Sings. Look at Victoria. She's still with you, man. You better get it together. Did you just come from a protest? I didn't. Why? Because of my head. No, well, I saw your Insta story. No, I ain't come from a protest. I had to go, yeah, buy some wood and stuff like that to build some stuff. Sorry, thought thought you were being revolutionary. No, I went. I drove. 
<laughs> you know that's oh yeah, you know where it is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh back to what Victoria was saying. Um, but yeah, so the way slavery is taught is just super watered down. They downplay it, it's glazed over. So that you can go on and, and talk about off. Abraham Lincoln. Um anyways, so so yeah, he says we understand the curse that was slavery, white people do. No, you don't. And we, white people, say that was bad. No, you don't. <laughs> but we mm. miss the blessing yes. of slavery, that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live and lived in. Wait, the first sentence was that. Second sentence. No, that was the full sentence. No, we were going sentence by sentence. We were the going second st- sentence was literally, and we say that was bad. What's the third one? literally what i just read <laughs> that was read it again but we missed the blessing of slavery that it was actually built that it actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in and lived in okay jared nope yep he said nope <laughs> y'all read my post <laughs> what did he <it> say <laughs> Oh! <laughs> right. I was like, when you were like, look who's coming, I was like, Lord, he will come in at this exact moment. Yeah. Here we go. Let me find Instagram. Lord. You Lord. can say how you feel with first of all. Right. I might just keep on the giving You want me to read what I said? I want you to say what you feel. So the way I feel is this, man. Like, I feel like that was the dumbest mess anybody could have said about, about like, number one, we probably shouldn't have talked about this the other day because I'm going to keep saying, as I said the other day, but like you wanting to call this white blessing me is, is, is the most um, white privileged thing in the world because not only are you downplaying um, just white supremacy, white, uh, uh, what's the word <laughs> that he wanted Whiteness. to? Whiteness. No, white, uh, the, the word that he privilege? wanted to. White privilege. White privilege. So not only are you downplaying, downplaying white privilege, you are trying to pretty much change the definition of what blessing is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, that's not okay. Like, that's not what we're, that's not what we're here for. That's not what we got. We're we're not about to take that. And I was frustrated for, it was frustrating for me to see that that wasn't, I'm not going to let you say that. You know what I'm saying? That was the most frustrating part for me. We know, hold up. Wait, 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 we 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 ain't there yet. We ain't there yet. We ain't going to come there. Um, I'm with Jared, man. Um, I did not know that he basically said, um, because we don't like the phrase white privilege, let's say white blessing. That makes it even more egregious. Right. Like it's because of your white privilege that you felt like we don't, we not about to use that phrase. It's like, no, we're calling it what it is so that you can know what it is. It's not supposed to make you feel better. It's not supposed to make you feel good. It's supposed it's supposed to make you say, Oh, because I do have this privilege, I need to be able to I have to do something with it. You know what I mean? Something good with it. 
You know what I mean? Right. And so, and and the fact that he was pretty much like, I can't remember exactly how he phrased it. Maybe Victoria has the exact words, but he said pretty much was like, the reason why white people have an issue with it. We don't care about why you have right. an issue. That's literally the least of our worries. Thank you. Right. Very he was much. pretty much like it, it. It just makes us feel guilty. Yeah, As he said it it's just. He said, a lot of people call this white privilege. And when you say those two words, it's just like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege. It's like, no one cares what y'all want. Right. Like, this is what, like, wake up. Like, this yes. we're telling you what it is. It, this is what it is. Stop no, trying to, I'm so tired of white people trying to dress stuff up, stuff up to make it more palatable for them. Right. Right. But then e but even in that statement, he he is acknowledging that that's what it is. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's saying we we have it, but we don't want to be told that we have it. It makes us feel guilty that we have it. Which is selfish. Yeah. It's like and it doesn't like, absolve you from having it. Right. I'm like, bro, like it is what it is. Like, yes. Do you know how many fuses go off when we hear slavery? Do you know how many fuses go off mm. every time we see somebody get shot? Mm. You know how many fuses go off every time? Like, we we got we get, <clears throat> we have a fuse go off. We have a, probably the average black person probably has <laughs> ten fuses to go off every day. Fam, so my dad. Last night, my dad asked me, he said, you know, he asked my sister and then he asked myself, he said, um, on a scale of one to 10, how, how afraid are you, how afraid are you when you see the police or like when you get stopped by the police? Like, what is, like, where are you at? And I'm like, man, that's a question. You know what I mean? I wound up telling them that I'm at a four. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm not afraid of the police because this is what we've been going through my whole life. You know what I mean? Um, so I kind of know what to do, so to speak. I know what to say, so to speak. Because uh, as I always tell Jared, they're going to do what they want to do. There's <laughs> more of them and there's one of me. They they could kill my body, but they can't take my soul. You know what I mean? So yeah. so that's why I'm at a four. My, the fear comes in with like, well, is justice going to be served for me? Right. That's the fear for me. It's like, kill me. You're, you're going to kill me. But will y'all be able to just walk off like nothing ever happened once y'all kill me? That's the, that's why I fight. That's what I'm afraid of. That's right. why I protest. Right. Um, so like Jared was saying, um, or alluding to was we already told you who was on the panel. The three most unqualified people <laughs> to be on the panel <laughs> at a time like this, in my Still opinion. Um, <laughs> So, um, Lecrae Moore, who, who we all knew, he was the only black person up there. So, so in, in low key in his defense, I didn't even say anything yet. I know. No, I'm just saying low key <laughs> in the defense of being the only black person. I'm still not pleased with any of it. Low key in the defense of being the only black person. Um, Martin Luther King's daughter was supposed to be up there. I, I, which I mentioned, Bernice King was supposed to have been there. Right. And if she were, one could say none of this would have went down. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know very many. Okay. I don't know very many black men that would have let that happen or let that be said. But I don't know any 
black women that have let <laughs> that would have let him say that. You said in his defense. This is not. <laughs> this right, you're right. I'm like, where's the defense? In the defense, I, I said of being the only black person up there. Bernie's King was supposed to be up there as well. So it kind of wasn't his fault that he was the only one up there. She had a back problem or something like that. She, you know what I'm saying? She's getting a little old. So she had a little her a lumbar support pillow. Right. Well, you better get your ass to this uh, panel. Get on the that. stage, Bernice. Right. So that was the only defense I had for him at, in, okay. in that. That he wasn't supposed to be alone. <laughs> so because he was alone and a black woman was not present, that's why I went. <laughs> I can get behind that. That's the only defense. But I, I like I like I said, when when I saw that happen. I was like, I could see a couple of black dudes being like, man, I don't know what to say. But I don't, I literally don't know any black but woman you, that would have <laughs> sat there and been like, eh, yeah. I'm fine with this. Nah, shout, you said it. Shout out to black women. Um, but my thing is, so Lecrae, uh, let's, let's talk about it. So um, Victoria read what uh, Louis Giglio said in the crazed presence and in the presence of, I never want you to forget this, Bob Cathy of Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Why was he there? <laughs> For nothing. What? <laughs> Maybe well, he guaranteed them free Chick-fil-A for... Yeah, well, he, said, he said this in the, in the presence of Lecrae and um, Lecrae... I'm waiting for Lecrae to say, to, you know what I mean? Just because Lecrae is very loquacious. Lecrae is very loquacious. And um, he has a gray head on, on his shoulders and he has a lot to offer and say and has experienced a lot and has been in multiple spaces. I'm waiting for him to lovingly correct, correct him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And say, instead... It gets coddled and quailed by the nod of the vehement nodding of the head. Yeah. And that is what set black America off. Yep. Like fam, right. Christian or not, we knew what was being said. And he, he like it or not, bro, this dude had two things to represent. He had he had to represent black America and black Christian America. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, one of the things that was said was, I think, I believe he said, I don't speak for all of Black America or Black people. I don't speak for all of Black people. He but said that in have, the beginning. When you said, when you have two white men who are speaking for white people, mm-hmm. in that moment, or at the moment, bump it, at the moment that you were ha- that you got this phone call, text message, email to come and speak, knowing what we were speaking about. You knew that you were speaking for all of black people. Period. 100%. He knew that. He, so, he, he, said, he said that in the beginning. I'm not speaking for all black people. But then further down in the uh, video, he, he, he made a statement that let you know that he knew that even though he wasn't trying to, he knew that he was. Right. And so I was happy to know that he knew that. Right. I'm like, he, even though I'm like, I get it. You trying to say like, look, uh, this is just me. I don't speak for everybody. I know some of my views are going to differ from black people as a whole. I know that. But also he knows that he knows the culture that he comes from. 
He knows that he still is. No matter what he says, he knows that he still is. And so it still happened. (laughs) It was so but yeah. Um it was frustrating that it happened. Um, number one, because this is somebody that I've known for years who's a brother and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But yeah, the fact that it did happen was like like I literally was in my car driving and my mouth dropped. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, here we go. I'm watching it, yeah. <laughs> waiting on something to happen, and nothing happened. And it was kind of a letdown because I'm like, dang it. Like again, even the the child reaching for something that he's not supposed to reach for, and you slap that hand, I, 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 don't you do that. I can't let you do that. Would have been great. I can't let you say that would have would have would have done everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not saying anything said a whole lot as well. It did. It did. Um, and the apology. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if we're going there or not. No, for, go ahead. Okay. So the apology of I I was not okay, he said, was like, okay. I mean, okay. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you're not okay with it, and if he knows that he's messed up. So here's my thing. If both of y'all know you messed up in the moment, why don't we have a why don't we have a round two of this? Mm. Why don't we sit back down? Number one, go have a conversation with somebody. You know what I'm saying? And let's go sit back down in front of everybody. With Bernice. With Bernice, please, Lord. Um, and Dan. Bob, Bob, Bob can be there, but uh, was it Dan? Dan Kathy. Dan Kathy. I keep calling him Bob, it? but it's Dan. Kathy. I think Bob is his brother. No, I don't know. I don't know. Dan Kathy could be there, but he can't say anything. He could. He could watch. Listen. Like Dan well, Kathy pretty much like he did the last right, time. I was like, did he? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't. He's like, I, I don't know why I'm up here neither, y'all. Yeah. The reason why they didn't say that is because uh, the LGBTQ community already done went in on his show. He was like, I guarantee you, as soon as he said what he said, Dan Cathy sat there and was like, mm, mm, mm. not falling they into that crap. Oh. <laughs> White blessing, huh? Right. White blessing. I didn't say that. Interesting. And that, that's what I was going to say. That's what pissed me off. Like, you saying white blessing is a slap in the face to every ancestor of every black person who was a slave. That is a slap in the face, bro. Thank you for your blessing. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for blessing us with everything that we have. Thank you for allowing us to uh, to suppress or, or to oppress you. Thank you for allowing us to... to to give give you our names, mm. you know what I'm saying, and that's another thing. Like white people want to be upset that that we're up, still upset about slavery and stuff like that, and they're like, "Well, wait a minute, the Native Americans and the and the Jew, Jews and all of those people they they had the same issues and they've gotten over it, but they don't have y'all's last names either. We're the only ones that don't still have our names. Mm. Period. 
know what I'm saying? Like, we are still tied to you. Mm. Period. So you can't, mm. you can't say that. Mm. So I'll, I'll continue to go in on this mm. for a minute. So yeah, we're tied to you. And we will be. Until we all go back to Ghana. Because Ghana, did you hear about that? Ghana said that we... I'm people, not like, giving on. them the satisfaction of leaving this country. <laughs> I, I, might, have, I might go ahead and get my citizenship in Ghana. And deal with me. Y'all going to have to deal with me. Okay? Right. Victoria, so, yeah. thoughts? Um, sucks. I'm like uh, him saying like afterwards he was like I mean I was just in utter shock I was like you weren't shocked enough to say something like you weren't that like you like this was a 70 minute conversation yeah like you had time to circle back around you could have easily (laughs) circled back around that you could have you could have literally stopped the entire conversation and been like you know what Let's go back to this white blessing thing. Like, you had 70 (laughs) full minutes to circle back. So, we're going to go ahead and wrap up. No, no, hold on. Let's go back. You couldn't even, it could have been a 90 minute conversation. But he let it, he let the sun rise and sunset on that conversation (laughs) without saying not one thing. I think I saw him wrestling with it. I saw yeah. him wrestling you with it. With, him wrestling with, you yeah. can see him wrestling with it. Yeah. But in him wrestling with it verbally, he wound up doubling down on it. He wound up like solidifying and verifying what what Louis Giglio was saying. Anyway. And so he, here's the thing. In the moment when when Louis said um when Louis started to explain it. I kind of understood what he was trying to say, okay? But you didn't say you didn't say it right. And then for Lecrae to say whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. that's what got me. I'm like, no, ain't no whatever you want to call it, call yeah. nigga. I'm not about to let you call it white yes. blessing. Period. Yeah, we 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 had Even enough of we've had enough of we've had enough of whatever you want to call stuff. Right. If we leave stuff up to y'all to call whatever stuff is, <laughs> y'all we wind say that up we were here. Best right. I mean, you called this whole country yours, but it wasn't. <laughs> right. Right. Wild. You called us free, and we weren't. Still not really. Mm-hmm. You, you called. You, ca- you, you called it. us. You called us niggas, coons, and porch monkeys, and things like that. So I'm not leaving. I'm not it's not whatever you want to call it, right? That's what we're gonna name this podcast. Whatever you want to call it, <laughs> <laughs> I would. Right? That would be a perfect title, right? But I just got the idea. We should probably name every podcast um, until until we see fit. We should probably call every podcast um, the name of women who were slain by police. Ru- Wrongfully, I was thinking. And I think the name is flashing behind you. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, Brianna Taylor. Um, they are 
they had fired one of the policemen that shot and killed her. Big whoop. We we pretty much had this conversation a little bit earlier, Jared. Um, yep. Not this exact conversation, but just our sentiments on people, like kind of like pacifying us. Like, all right, cool, he got fired. Well, I guess you know what I mean. The uh, the force did whatever they had to do, right? Now it's up for whomever else, whatever powers that be. I'm not sure to do whatever it is that they have to do. But what are your thoughts on? Um, him being fired, what else do you think should happen? That means absolutely nothing to me, bro. Okay. The police have a union, so you can go and get a job somewhere else. You can go to another... You don't have to leave that, that state. You don't have to leave that city, or you have to you leave, leave the city. city yeah. Right, but you, you can go to another county and get a job. You don't have to leave your house. You can stay in that same house if you want to, and drive 30 minutes for work to another county and still have a job. So that means absolutely nothing to me until somebody is put behind bars for no less than 25 years and have to do the 25 years. I'm not going to be satisfied with somebody being killed. Why? Because I know people who had dime sacks, a dime sack of weed on them, a dub sack of weed on them, and had no priors and went to jail for 30 plus years. You know what I'm saying? So the life of a black man is, or a black person, not even a black man, the life of a black person is less than a dime sack of weed. That's, that's some, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's some BS. Mm. It's worthless. Mm. Uh, that's how I feel. Have we ever talked, great. Have we ever talked about um, Breonna Taylor at large on this podcast? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Well, I ain't been on the podcast. Yeah, I, I was asking you too. <laughs> you ain't been on. I was asking you later. Question was not for you. Victoria. Um. No, we have not. <laughs> okay, so um, Victoria. Uh, sorry, Brianna Taylor. Uh, was asleep in her abode with her i think boyfriend or fiance Mm -hmm. um um was it the fbi i don't know i don't know i know they were plain clothes i feel like i've seen them plain clothes cops yeah they burst into the house and just shoot up the place and kill her while she's sleeping because they thought that somebody uh that she had sold somebody some drugs And then they just walked out and then they um, filed, uh, you know, everybody was like, we want to see the report. And they were like, sure, you got a report. And the report was blank. Um, and so now one one officer was fired. Um, there's, I think, I, I, I keep seeing pictures of three. And I don't want to know their names. I don't be like looking to know their names. I'm like, whoever they are. Yeah, people were like, y'all not publicizing their names enough. I'm like, I don't really need to publicize <laughs> Like, we know, like, we're all very clear Nothing's on Nothing's going to, and we know that we're not, there's no street justice that's going to happen to these dudes. Right. I've been waiting for George Zimmerman to get killed in the street. Yo. And I'm Meanwhile, sorry. He's over I'm, here selling I'm stuff sorry, on Lord. I'm sorry, God, but I've been waiting. And this nigga live in Atlanta. I wish I would know where he's in. Joyce Zimmerman lives in... No, from what people were saying. <laughs> 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 
wish they I would put it. his address on the internet somewhere for anybody to know his address. If you hate black people, why would you move? Why would you move to Atlanta? My God, move to Montana, Wyoming. <laughs> so okay. So this is the claim. The claim is, and this is this is the, the other thing that pisses me off and scares me at the same time. The claim is that they, Brianna, heard a bang at the door. Mm. Her boyfriend lets off one shot. Yeah, 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 yeah. A warning they, shot. One warning shot. And they aired the place out. So here's the fear. Oh, that's the what happened. Is, mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Uh, the fear is for any black person who just so happened to has a gun and wants to protect their house. Why? Because you don't have to have a license to have a gun in your home and protect your home. You don't have to have, you don't have, to have a license to have a gun in your car. So even yes, if you black, do. Huh? Yes, you do. In your car, you do. Where? What do you mean, where? Well, in New Jersey, maybe. But in Atlanta, in Atlanta, or anywhere else, where they at? In Louisville, Kentucky, it's the same situation. In a lot of these places, you don't have to have a license to have a gun in your car or your house because your car is an extension of your house. Mm. So, but both that, they weren't in the car. (laughs) They weren't in the car. They was in the house. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to have a license to have a gun in your house. So the fact that this that 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 um this man shot, let off a warning shot because he didn't know you know what I'm saying he don't know what's going on you let off one warning shot and they air your house out mm. and on top of that they were like, at the wrong true. house anyways huh so they were supposed to be doing a bust on a completely different person who was already in custody so why they pulled up at our house is still very unclear. And then, like Jared said, let off a warning shot as they, like, bust through the door and air it out. And then even crazier than that, Brianna's now dead. She's been killed. Her boyfriend gets arrested for shooting. And these cops are still employed. And... Nothing has been said to or about them. Um, Is the boyfriend still in jail? No, no he no, was no. released a few weeks ago. Charges were dropped. Yeah. Jesus dropped the charges. I'm done. Um, but yeah, it's been 101 days as of today. Yes. So we are. We continue to pray. We continue to fight for justice, man. Um. But yeah, they, uh, women are also being killed um, with us men, um, and they fight for us, and we don't see the same. Uh, um, we don't see necessarily the same velocity of 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 speaking out for them as it is when it comes to black men. I think, um, but. <laughs> I could get into all day talking about how black men are the white men of, of black people all day, but, um, uh, hmm? 
I won't say that. Black men are the white women of our people. I'll say that. I'll say black women mm. are the most are the most. I can get behind that. Huh? Mm. I can get behind that. Yes. Because like there still needs to be a level of oppression like right. ahead of yeah. I can get okay. So black I get women that. are the most disrespected. Period. Okay. Right. So first there's a black man, then there's a white woman, then there's a black man, then there's a yes. black woman. Yes. So that well, there's already a level of oppression because I'm already saying that black men are the white men. <laughs> so there's already <laughs> right. already a level of oppression there. But um when I say black men are the white men of of black of black people is because black men in many ways, and I'm not, of course, it's not every black man because it ain't you and me, and it right. ain't other people that we know. But black men oppress other people within their culture. Yeah. Which is why black, which is why it's widely said, I'm not the only one that says this, um, that uh, black men are the white men of of black culture uh, or in black people. Um, but I said all that to say this, but I feel you, Jed, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you, and I'm with you a thousand percent. Cause um, that's the main point. Women are the, black. Women are the most underappreciated. They're the most undervalued, and they, you know, and they um. But with all of that, they're the most successful. Man, and they own the most businesses, and yep. you know what I mean, and they do this, they do that. You know, what I mean, they cook, they clean, they they uh they graduate with their masters and their PhDs, and, and own businesses, and take care of children, and all of that type of stuff, and then still find a way to support um black people as a whole and to support other people. Um, and so you know, I just would like to see the same vigor of of um of protesting for them as well as for us and do all of that with one to four children and check homework and go to football and basketball games mm-hmm. and you know what i'm saying like and, and have a social media presence man and, and keep up on all these shows and stuff and still find uh joy in life it's, it's i literally it's, used to wonder how does my mom being a single mom mm-hmm. how does my mom go to work then go to school from mm. seven from seven o'clock to ten o'clock. Bring me home. Come pick me up from my grandmother's house. Mm. Bring me home to check my homework. Right. And make sure that I got something to eat at my grandmother's house that I like because my grandma only cooked peas <laughs> and greens. <laughs> and then wake up the next morning to do that shit all, all over. over again. Yeah. No, I watched my mom um uh be a full time teacher. Uh, go to you know get her uh get her master's degree um while pledging delta and doing after school um classes with with kids and stuff like that women are like beyond and their threshold for pain and that that's the thing right um while uh, this is i know i know i was just okay uh, <laughs> that uh, <clears throat> Uh, there was a study, not a study done, but there was a a nasty behind gynecologists who would like pretty much torture black women for his experiments and stuff like that because he would say that 
black women didn't feel any pain. And that's the, uh, that's the stigma that black women have on them. It's like, well, we can, we can do this and that to them because they don't feel any pain. And that's across the board. And that's the thing. Women, just because they have a higher threshold for pain, because that's true. Women have a higher threshold for pain and they need to because they have babies and stuff, which like, it's at you at the brink of death, like given, you know, bearing a child or, um, you know, in labor and all of that type of stuff. Um, but just because they have a higher threshold for pain does not mean that they don't feel that same pain. And we shouldn't make them endure. There's enough going on. So, <clears throat> so I mean, I think that's all the time we have for today. Did want to talk about one more thing, potentially. Uh, there's the J. Cole and No Name situation, but we don't really care about that. But right after we say justice for black women, right? But but I think everybody's on the side of no name. It, you know, oh, like thank the Lord. Okay, yeah. I was really concerned <clears throat> yeah. um, what was going to be said in regards to that because I was like, anybody who's out here caping for J. Cole after that, I don't even know what happened. J. Cole snapped on this bird. <laughs> I heard it this morning, and I said, I don't know. It's a very compelling verse, <laughs> just because the way he was flowing on that thing. Um, I mean, he was flowing. That's the thing. I was like, right? <laughs> disrespect aside, <laughs> exactly. He was snapping. Great song. Great song. Nicole snapping. But <laughs> <laughs> can't put the disrespect aside. Song is trash. <laughs> so. Because I remember, so th- I listened to it three times. By- by myself, no one's opinions. Well, 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 real quick. Um, there's an artist by the name of No Name who is also a social activist, you know, a, mm-hmm. a more uh more uh um refined or specifically she is a, a BLM activist, I would say. I think I'm safe in saying that. Um but she's an incredible rapper. Um she made some tweets. Um J. Cole being the rapper that he is, he felt like um he was like she was subbing him and yes. instead of like just replying to her he does what rappers do he made a rap about it and oh, everybody was like what is wrong with you j cole yeah it was a whole mess um yeah i mean i listened to it the first time and like even the first listen i was like when i heard him frame everything and be like i don't like your tone i was like wait I was like, no, no, no. That's not <laughs> what he said. He said, you, he, yes, he did. He was like, you say all these things, but I don't like your tone in saying it. But you should try to soften it but, up. But that's the thing. He he didn't say it like that. You, you giving him a different tone from what he was saying. He applauded her. He said that he was, she was way smarter than him. He said that she should teach him what, where, where she's coming from and all of that type of stuff. And he was saying, maybe I maybe I just don't like your tone. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong because maybe your tone isn't what I think that it is. Okay, great. But what I'm saying is that's where the song took a left for me. Okay. Because in light of all of that he was saying, like, that for me, like, that was when I personally <laughs> did a head tilt. Because, like, you said all of this and then you bring in tone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so are you, like, I was just very, I was like, are you being receptive or like, are you dissing her? 
And in the end, I was like, "You're this is not necessary. I was said, like, watch your tone, shouted, watch your tone. Yeah, that's basically what the song was. So it was, yeah, <laughs> it was not necessary at all. And then I felt bad for No Name afterwards because she was like, I feel bad for responding like to that. the song. Well, because she did send out her response. She made a response. Yeah. And then she followed up and she was just like, I shouldn't have released that. Like, I feel like that's, it's distracting from what we're here for. It's distracting from the movement, so on and so forth. And basically apologizing for responding. And I was like, I don't even feel like you should have had, like, you're sitting here apologizing. No apology has been given. Like, J. Cole literally was like, I said what I said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's an artist. He can feel how he feels. I said what I said. I'm, I'm, yeah. It was a definition. It was just the. It was, I was just like, bro, read the room. Yeah. Like I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he had to make a, a track. He was already um didn't. out there protesting and doing all types of stuff. So whatever. He had nothing to prove. I don't understand. Ironically, weird. her name is No Name. Ironically, like I said, she's an amazing rapper. She um, is. Jared, and she has a book club, y'all. Jared, we have less than a minute. What are you, what are you laughing about? <laughs> what am I laughing about right now? Yeah. The disrespect thing. That's all I was laughing at. Uh, him, him, hey, don't listen, shout it. Don't talk to me like this. <laughs> Basically. He said, but I don't like your tone. He said, you are so smart and eloquent and all these things, but I don't like your tone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Hey, don't talk to her like that. No. Colbert. <laughs> 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 well guys um thank y'all um for for tuning in today um for thank god for the group chat um jared was here victoria was here i'm here or i was here uh see you guys next week um keep lining your prayers keep us in your prayers um black lives matter i'll say it like this all black lives matter um, even the uh, transgender ones, even the gay ones, even the the queer ones, all Black Lives Matter. Um, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Thank you guys. And I say I'm saying thank you to my co-hosts, my fellow co-hosts, Jared and Victoria. Exactly. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Peace. Bye. Yeah.